uh, this guy has a Hotmail uh, email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a problem right there. Yeah. You know? We got an election coming up. Oh, we're not talking politics. Tonight. We're not talking. I thought we were talking about Norm. McDonald. Oh, that's right. Well, we should talk about Norm. As you know, Norm McDonald has passed away. He died. Rip. Pat. Well, usually you when someone when we're speaking of somebody posthumously, you go, "He's dead." I do that. Yeah. What are you talking about? He's been dead a while. Of course you do that. That's also true. Yeah. He's been dead a while, and they just released this very very sad. Um, Nothing special, special from Norm Macdonald. And we were bickering about it before the mics heated up. I thought it was a bad special uh, because I didn't find it that funny. Uh, there were funny moments in it. But, um, you know, my love of Norm and the nostalgia for him, you know, so soon after his passing did not um, ramp it up enough for me to suspend disbelief. Did you watch the whole thing? This was funny. I didn't watch the entire thing, but um, I watched a good chunk of the special and then I watched the entirety of um people the round about table about him which I, actually as i did that i was I yeah was that's don't, yeah it was crazy don't let the audience know what the format so of the format thing. is norm mcdonald and oh yikes now we we f completely forgot that i have to bleep that um what i was honoring him oh you have to edit this no brian does okay brian bleep that but don't because it's norm bleep it so the format was Norm when he was very sick was well, you take it. All right. So well, I haven't not seen you. He's, I, I would uh, actually yeah. like Pat to take it. Well, I haven't <laughs> seen the film yet, but what I heard is we get basically fifty minutes of like not even a camera break, unedited. Yeah. Dogs barking, of, cell phones going of off. Norm in his house, his last stand-up. Obviously, no audience, so it's a little weird. There's yeah. no clapping or anything. And then we get a roundtable of all the people that had been. Um, Interacting with Norm in his Important life. Important to him, capacity. yes. And then Molly Shannon. I, here's the thing about Molly Shannon. So I, it's interesting that you say that I am mentally handicapped for wanting to watch the entirety of the people speaking about him and not the actual special. And I felt that in the moment, too. I was like, why am I more fascinated about his peers speaking about him than I am his actual special? It was weird to me. Like the cult of him was more interesting to me. Is Dana Carvey on that dais? No. no. David Spade. I, David Spade is okay. Conan. That's right. Dave. Okay. David Spade it's, talks it's about how weird that Adam day was. Because they said, come in here and watch this. And then they went out and filmed him. He did that on that Fly on the Wall podcast with he, that he does with Dana with Carvey. Dana Carvey yeah. And he said, I don't, at the time he said, I don't know if anybody will ever see this. So he didn't know when they were filming him. That this would turn into something. Well, it was really bizarre in that I feel like the people that actually knew him didn't speak that much about him. David Letterman and Conan spoke a lot. Chappelle spoke so much. Molly San Shannon was a passerby. Um, and Adam Sandler and David Spade, who were actually you know, brothers with him, really didn't say that much during the roundtable. It was Letterman asking a, uh, upwards of 50 times 
if the special would have been good with an audience like uh, shut up and also you were fucking your interns and somehow you're forgiven for that and you're making 50 million dollars a year from netflix how's this possible and then conan um who had legendary uh appearances with norm uh on his show spoke a lot about it but it, it was very weird I, I feel like it wasn't I, necessary i i i think Dave and Conan were both way closer than with him, especially Conan. Conan, yeah. uh, closer because he wrote it Saturday Night Live. Jim yeah. Downey, it's like the same. Yep. Three, I think Conan wrote for Norm, possibly during Weekend Update. Dave just knew him from like all those appearances on Saturday Night Live. I and love- Dave worshipped, uh, or Norm worshipped Dave. I, th- I felt like that's yeah. why Letterman was there because Norm worshipped him. Uh. Norm had that awesome send off to Dave yeah. when he retired. He he said, uh, uh, "Fuck sentiment." Do is you only, have it? Uh, his sentiment is only corny if it's untrue. So I say in much truth, I love you. Right, uh, and then he started crying. And he started crying uh, because about Dave's Dave. show was ending. Yeah. yeah, that seems stupid. I mean, hey, he loved him, man. Yeah, but he could still hang out with him on the weekends. He's just not going to show up at in New York uh, on the uh, on Monday through I Friday. I know, but he loved that he he went to work. He well, loved his work. He worked for Netflix and do a show, which Norm would do. That's stupid. Well, Norm did it a while, but then he got into a little bit of trouble yeah. because he uh, that. All right, then do we get to Jimmy Fallon? Some staffers were crying because Norm was booked on the show. No, can we, we punch those people in the head? Well, uh, you know, not too hard, but maybe they. A good shake. Calm down. Uh, all right. So I, I have a couple questions about this. I just want to say Dave Letterman always been my favorite late night host. Watch a lot of David Letterman with my grandma. When he would come on, she'd be like, oh, I hate this fucking guy. But we would change the <laughs> channel because it's 11 at night and there's right. nothing else on. Yeah. And we'd sit there and we watch it. And then one of her honeys would come out and then she'd, one be, of her she'd, be, she'd be in. Uh, so she I love like David Letterman. She was Catholic or something? What was the problem? She just... I, I don't know. She I think she was feeling the condescension of Dave. The drip. Dave was very condescending. Yeah. Jay was very. Fr- Jay Leno was very friendly late night. You could just go there, and he's not going to offend anyone. Rust Belt guy. Yeah, he's a yeah, Rust yeah. Belt guy. Exactly. Yep. 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 Hey, uh, question, Dell. Uh, but I, I keep not oh, sorry, being able ahead. to finish this point. You mentioned how he met. Uh, he said fifty times to people. Do you think this would have been good with an audience? With a strong implication that he did not think this would have been good with an audience. You seem or, to agree and or, think it was or, a bad special. No, no, no. I disagree and think it was very good. I listened to it on the road. I think a hard part about it and watching it as a special is that he's sitting at a desk talking to a webcam. Sure. It actually made me realize that when he's doing his stand up, like he almost has every single word written, even these Oh, what the? What am I doing here? Or where was I? Like that's the other thing about Norm. Like, and saying, listening to it while in the car was hilarious. Literally had me in tears. I don't understand. I haven't talked to anybody about it, so I thought you guys were also going to be. Yeah. If you watch that back to back with uh, the Hitler, why are you dog, freaking out about a subjective thing, a I subjective just, opinion that someone has? It makes me sad that if if this is the consensus. It will well, make first off, I haven't well, seen I, it. I don't think it's a consensus. Let me but... get to my question. Dylan, do you think it can grow on you? I, I mean, there's so much of Norm that's so funny. I don't I don't know. I, I'll finish it. I'll probably rewatch it. I don't, I don't know. There, there are definitely funny things about it. I mean, he goes into this bit about how he's uh, fans that know him know that he's very anti-cannibalism. 
um, like incredible cannibalism, like yeah. just really, really good norm bit about just being fervently against cannibalism, mm. uh, which is such a norm thing. Um, but it, I, you know, I don't know if it's. I, I think Dave's point was that I, I don't think it was that it wouldn't have worked in front of an audience. I think it was. Of course, it would have worked in front of an audience. It would have crushed in front of an audience because when you're when you go to see Norm uh, with the cult of personality that he has now, because of the strange afterlife that he had on YouTube that just turned so many people into such avid fans of his. Of course, it would have done well because he was on yeah, stage. Yeah, he would have bombed. Yeah, right. Like, get out well, of here, Well, but the you thing idiot. about Norman, they talked about it, is that he would bomb and that he was very comfortable bombing and that he enjoyed bombing and that when he crushed on stage, he would go back into the green room and just hang out. And when he bombed, he would go out and he would shake everybody's hands <laughs> to kind of prolong the awkwardness. He was an insane person. Rob Schneider was on Adam's, uh, Adam Carolla's show one time and he would tour with Norm. And... Rob Schneider is a consummate professional. He does not like to torture the audience. He knows he wants to go out there. He he, he knows wants to be- tell people that the vaccines are poison, and he wants to make people he does laugh. get yeah, right. and he's insecure, and no. he wants to make sure he's he gets like, laughs so he makes money and can right. continue to oh, work. Oh, whereas yeah. Norm has no care. For that. Well, right. what the, the the bit was, and Rob admitted this was. He, they'd be touring around and no, Rob's always worried about people that paid money for the night. And he'd be like, come on, let's see the Thursday norm. Come on, norm. Do the Thursday norm, right. not the Saturday norm. Right, right. The Saturday night was the night that norm decided to torch the audience. Right. But Thursday right. was the night where norm entertained the filthy yucky normies. Right, right, and norm right. uh, And Rob would be very upset. The by people that. in Irvine who got a babysitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, he'd make that case. Like right. they paid to see us. Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. stop it. No, I just, um, it, you know, it, it, it's a unique special. Obviously, everything that norm does is, you know, probably better than 90% of the stand up out there. Um, but it was, uh, you know, couple parts sad, couple parts weird medium. What's and then, sad? Uh, he number looks of times, so sick. He looked very sickly and then just a number of times. But if you go back knowing that he knew he had cancer, constantly referencing the fact that he had cancer. He would mention like bowel cancer eating away. He's more virus than host at this point. Uh, like hilarious little tidbits that he yeah. was sick. I'm obviously I don't know I'm 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 colorblind to it because I I I list I watched that I was I was literally in tears again because I wasn't watching on the screen but then right after it I listened to his uh, WTF with Mark Marin again in Incredible. its entirety one of the greatest interviews ever I believe he finally decided he would do WTF with Mark Marin because he ju- if you follow the timeline that was in 2011 that would be. 10 years, I think right after he found out he had cancer, he was like, I'm going to do this because they talk a lot about death in that uh, in that episode. They talk about the denial of death, the Ernest Becker book that I had read before. I heard that episode and then I was all excited that I read the same book as them. And uh, I don't know. It did make me sad. And they also talked about uh, Adam did a tour. Adam Sandler did a tour uh, and Norm was along and he just talked about how emotional Norm was on yeah. the tour. Just at like random moments, he grabbed, he like, Grab him, start tearing up. Yeah, and, like, and, and no one knew. Well, he walked. He walked into the Adam Carolla studio one time, and Dylan asked him, "How you doing?" He said, "I'm gonna die." Yeah, that's yeah. I'm dying. 
Didn't he say that to you? Something crazy. Yeah, you know, you shit on him for not having his ears turned on. I've told the story many times. It's such a formative story for me. So when I was watching the special, I was so grateful that I have met him. It's insane that I've met him. It's so incredible that I got to meet him, and he was coughing up a lung with a can of Coke in his hand when he was walking into the studio. I said, you okay? And he said, no, I'm fucking dying. Yeah, wow. I, did, I, I did miss that during our eulogy. To yeah. Know Someone should have given him a, a fucking dream board that says, I'm not dying. Seems like he was obsessed dude, with death. Dude, he he said he it was the <laughs> yeah. most unbelievable, like the most norm interaction ever. He says, I'm fucking dying. I was like, oh, that's funny. He was dying. Then he goes on to the podcast and convinces Adam Carolla that he's been uh, long listed for a Pulitzer Prize for this new meta autobiography that he's written. Um, I was also there that day, and uh, I, in my mind, I like to say I made him laugh, but I really just made him go, like, slightly agree. I go... Hey, look at that producer Gary behind the window. He looks like your friend Adam Egit. He goes, oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> you had a moment. So rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. Norm, Everybody I gotta, go so, watch hey, that special. So I, and love it. I, I only don't... get to watch the shows I want to watch when, uh, when my wife's asleep. So I, I should watch this, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We're, we're conflicted on how good we think it is, but you should definitely watch it regardless. Uh, 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 yeah, maybe I'll listen to it like you did, Nick. I think so. You drive around a lot. That would be the perfect time. You do not yeah. have to watch it. Okay. So equally as sad. Oh, this is another podcast show. It's oh, a hey. show where we gab and goof about really whatever is at the top of mind. I'm Dylan. Saddle up next to one real Nicholas Davis. Ahoy, matey. Papers to the podcast over there behind my glasses. Great to be here. So Can I make an announcement? Yeah. I'm switching uh, from what's going on, everybody, to Ahoy Mateys for all shows. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah That's yeah. pretty big. Yeah, I like it. It's like... Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's unique. You should trademark it. <laughs> Trump? 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 Donald, You're fired. Donald Trump? Yeah. Do you know any Ahoy Mateys. The worst? Do you know, I, oh, I understand. Do you know any good patent lawyers? Because I feel like this would be quite the battle. We know Just a lot of bad on. patent lawyers. We know a ton of bad patent lawyers. Uh, so, um, Someone said you could do fucking eight Don't worry eight about liquor. it. So um, we uh, equally as sad um, as Norm's passing is the state of our beautiful city, Los Angeles, California. The city of angels. Right. And... Um, if you have not heard, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, Pat went on a just a furious tirade about uh, a pious tweaker that had stolen a set of speakers off of his front porch and then um, accused his wife of being a classist and hating her because she had more money than the homeless person. But it wasn't that. It was that she was um, trespassing and, on her property and she was on drugs and she's got a two-year-old in. Oh, also, she's a thief. And I will say... like Nothing to do with class. Cherie is classist, but that lady didn't know that. She didn't know that. She said, I come from God. I come from God. It's all love. She made the, saint, of the, <laughs> the symbol of the Holy Cross and then went off to go barter the Bluetooth set for uh, a new needle. Uh, anyways, well, well recapped. Yeah, but That's there's, exactly but happened. no, but there are so many peaks and troughs to that story. You got to go to patreoncom slash another podcast network to hear the whole thing, but we might release it for free. It's um, very passionate. I want change because of Pat's, I don't know. It hurt his heart and hurt Pat's heart. And I honestly was blown away that, um, 
the one issue candidate who is um, the piece of shit who owns the Grove, who keeps asking us for money, Rick Caruso, is um, not winning in a landslide because to me, all you need to be is a one issue candidate. Like when I run for president, I will be uh, a one issue candidate. Let's stop hating each other. Let's slaughter the elites, right? right. Um, I think we can all get behind that and I will win in 2048 or whatever until dominion gets involved um so i was equally as politically motivated to go check out what the landscape was with this election coming up and i found online a guide to some of the senatorial candidates they sent you a booklet to your house still yes they did but i i don't you don't read that no i don't okay. read that my wife does my wife is very very passionate she gets all of our stuff in on time she's very very on top of it um but i was looking through some of the bios for some of the various people who are running for um the senate seats that are open and i mean my god before the chaff is weeded out i think that's the expression uh, it's late um we really have some incredible people running for this office and i wanted to just go through some of the bios with you guys um because i really am a little torn i'm not sure who i'm gonna vote for incredible bit uh so first up we've got uh jeffrey high bear morgan uh nick you want to take this one yes first i would like to apologize uh incredible segment yeah jeffrey high bear morgan democrat and this is uh he writes it in the first person I'm a native Californian, born in Santa Cruz, who was just there this weekend, uh, or yesterday, and a Native American with conservative values. So uh, Jeffrey High Bear, which he very, he put in his middle name, this man, He's for those- proud who, of his heritage, yeah. For those who are just listening, looks like uh, John Hodgkins or whatever, the, the guy who was in the fucking uh, Mac commercials next to Justin Long, the, the PC guy, he, he had a glasses, he was fat. Yeah. This guy who says he's a Native American born in Santa Cruz looks like that fat white guy. Okay. okay. Uh, I think that's important. I don't. He's selling himself as a Native American to get votes, and he looks like that guy. If you knew that no, guy... No, he's was, just... It, well, well, a couple things. Uh, one, no one knows that guy. Everybody and, knows and that guy who did the go. Mac Nick's commercials. pulling it up on his phone, but that's another subjective disagreement. I do not think that's Don't continue important. to read, please. So, Hodgman. Uh, John Hodgman. <laughs> Everybody knows John Hodgman. No, 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 no. No one knows John Hodgman. Oh, yeah. Now I see a picture of him, and I'm as firmly rooted as, as, as I've ever been. No one knows John Hodgman, and if this you was saw not him, important. If you saw and him, also, he's not doing it to get votes. I mean, maybe, but he's also just proud of his heritage. And, and the, the correlation of him looking like this person that nobody knows... <laughs> Being a kind of slight against him, a, a, an illumination of his political tactic. I mean, I'll say it. Are you? Hey, another read on. Uh, just on. bleep that. All right, I, I am going to start this Come beginning. On, read on. I want to keep all that in, but I, we're going to put it out a vote. Do you know who John Hodgkin is? No. Yeah. If oh. you saw him. With a white background standing next to Justin Long, Please you'd be like, I know who that guy is. That's PC. With the bio. Jeffrey Highbear Morgan, <laughs> Democrat. Well, no, we already read the first half. Get let, him, let him get a get, get moment. Yeah, yeah. Try, I just I think I think everybody I Tabula Rasa, let's go. To to do 
justice to Dylan's segment. Yes. I want to not put my input okay. into it right. about okay. how this guy is using okay. his Native American heritage to right. get votes and looks exactly like John. I don't want to input that right. into a segment starting fresh. Right. Jeffrey Highbear Morgan. Because to do that would derail it and not let us get going into the segment. And it would be an insane tirade that no one fucking knows what we're talking about. It's going to be at least 5644. <laughs> yes, I do know who John Hodgman is. I'm a native California... I might put parentheses the guy who stood next to Justin Long in this commercial. I'm a native Californian born in Santa Cruz. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Native American with conservative values. My career began as a software engineer in Silicon Valley in the 1990s, including roles as an entrepreneur and other high-tech leadership positions. Okay, normal, normal, you what know, bio. I did bio. is my credentials. Yep. Except that really conspicuous part about being a Native American. As a lieutenant governor, I will focus on growing our economy by addressing homelessness, crime, and providing incentives for small businesses, improving access and affordability to California universities, why are they using semicolons, and protecting our environment. Okay, so he was... Uh, Those are improper uses of semicolons, jo Jeffrey. He was um, running for lieutenant go governor, forgive me. So... That was a pretty normal one, and then it starts yeah, to get in. He's a basic bitch. Yeah, it starts to get into the weeds a little bit. Can, uh, I, can I apologize again? I really detracted from the normalcy <laughs> of that. Yeah, I think so, too. Then we've got this guy. Um, can't pronounce his name. Don't want to try to pronounce his name. Again, throwing his heritage right in our face. Um, Gran Torino, shut up. Right, uh, but done. the website is just a google.com slash view <laughs> His name, so he he's mining data. He really doesn't understand how paper works, um, because <laughs> as you mentioned, uh, there are no um, analog hyperlinks. Um, but then it starts to get even wonkier. Uh, we've got Chuck Smith, uh, who's speaking of Gran Torino. Um, uh, you didn't mention yep. the other guy's name. Well, it's I, tough to pronounce. It's, I, I, I think it's a microaggression to not even attempt it. Well, uh, agree to disagree. You're going to offend got, somebody on a day that ends in Y. We've no. got Chuck Smith, Republican. America must be governed according to the Constitution for the people and by the, by the people. I'm an American. Okay. I'm a Marine, Vietnam, veteran, retired law enforcement professional, and patriot. I'm also a Christian, and I believe God wants us to use me to help him make America righteous again. Okay. Um, so that's a fun one. And then it starts to get even wackier with, um, somebody like Don G. Grundman, uh, no qualified party preference. This guy is running for Senate. Nick, why don't you take this one? I want to say about the last guy. Can you go back to the last guy real quick? I can. I'm sorry. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you something to say about Chuck? I was going to, like, at first, I was going to be like, that's wrong punctuation. But I think he's trying to make Mara happen. Yeah. Make America righteous again. Yep, yep. Capitalize the M, but Mara's not going to happen, Chuck. Back it's to not going to happen. Okay, well, first, uh, okay, so so this oh, is... Oh, um, now this fucking fraud. Okay, no, this one's this one's really great. So this is Mariana B. Dawson, no party fuck preference. Fuck all politicians. Uh, fuck, I caught this one. Fuck all politicians. So uh, let's see how she does in the primaries. And then we've got uh, Don J. Grundman, uh, who I think I might be voting for. <laughs> In my campaign, no photo though. I guess no, 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 no. Looks. He's off the grid. He's like Jesse Ventura. 
I moved down to Mexico. The atrocities committed by the American government cannot be understated. I don't own a phone. Let's be honest. What what is really the barrier for Jesse to change his name to Don, not submit any other information, and get elected solely off the strength of this paragraph? I don't think he wants to run again. When you're living in Costa Rica off the grid, the world is your oyster. Jesse was living in Costa Rica. Don isn't. In my campaign for sanity, this is Don, in my campaign for sanity, my background and qualifications are proper use of a cold. The poisonous fake vaccines don't work. Stop infection or transmission. Nick might be voting for him too. I'm, an, I'm, I'm <laughs> early on. All right, over one million VAERS injuries. Oh yeah, VAERS that that site where you report vaccine injuries, which seems a little biased. <laughs> Brand, even I will say that the the VAERS site. Yeah, I feel like if you're going there, all right. You might be a little... I'm going to pick this up just because I I don't want you to read all of it. No, I'm going to take this. So public are guinea pigs. Masks are useless slash joke against virus. uh, Vaxing children is a crime. COVID is a biological warfare against humanity. Vaccines kill you and your God created immune system. Build it by natural methods. I am chairman of the Constitution Party of California and created contract with California. Ban mutilating and indoctrinating children. There are only two genders. The sky is not falling. 2020 elections stolen by deep state. Hey, uh, you know, here's this. Guys, I have an announcement. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) I'm running for office. (laughs) This is an indicator. Yeah. Uh, This guy has a hotmail email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's a problem right there. Yeah. you You know what? I just witnessed a pretty great opportunity here for this show uh telephone number right there call him don't think there's any way we can't not speak to this man you want me to call yeah and, uh, please do we're, please gonna, do. we're gonna get voicemail we gotta call during business yeah we gotta call during business hours Let's we're way to yeah and pat we're way past the cutoff it's actually disrespectful to call right now you think so yeah don't call right now it's an hour and a half past the cutoff but my basic radio podcasting, I love impromptu calls. Right, Definitely right, more of course, of, those. of course. Uh, so anyways, uh, everybody do the work and research the representatives that uh, are going to be on the ballot uh, just to find out, like Nick does at, uh, and, and me and Pat, uh, at a fast food menu, play a little jazz, okay? Mm-hmm. Sample the different uh, ideologies and see who you like because it's an important election. <clears throat> What are we going to move on to? Well, we've got a long-awaited story of your wife shitting on you from getting back from a day of drinking, being blacked out. And we've also got camping stuff with Nick. We have. Did you guys ever do this with Nick? Did you? And you spoil a little bit of the Well, you got two. Why don't we go to you? Okay. No, well, I have one. And and we can. But I want to say about your segment. Yeah. I'm sorry if you thought I was like, not, I don't think you're upset, but it felt like because. Are you going to make this awkward? I don't think so. Okay. I just think there's a ton of fucking meat on that. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could talk about that again. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like you rushed through it. Cause I, and I, no, I, no, I ate no. up a lot of the chunk. No, there, no, no. It's fine. I love that segment. The, the f- one of the funniest parts about the segment was when you spout out that insane shit about that guy that everybody knows from that commercial. That motherfucker. <laughs> 
ain't I love that part. He's not working a day in his life again because yeah. of those commercials. Right. And you're going to be like, what commercials? Mac first PC. Justin Long and that guy. No, I'm aware of the commercials, and I'm aware of that Justin Long was in them, but because the other guy's not famous, I'm it's not John aware Hodgkins. of... It's John Hodgkins. All right, so uh, what did we do, or not did we ever do? Oh, yeah. I thought... I knocked, I was worried for a second. Oh, no, don't worry. I unplugged everything. Did you guys ever go camping? As I'm a kid? Sorry? Did you guys ever go camping? What's camping? That's... A, you what know, is it? We talked about off mic. You went. No, I used uh, to go uh, often. My father uh, used to do peyote in the desert and speak to Gila monsters. So we often went to Joshua Tree as a family to camp. Uh, we had our water frozen because of the cold temperatures in the middle of the night. And also we're at a campsite where a small little animal was... Uh, massacred in the middle of the night by coyotes uh the people came out to the rv and shame on them i mean they left their little poodle chained to the back bumper i think for some insane reason and then yeah it got like murked at night by a bird or coyotes or something like that and they left childhood memory they left the campground yeah i I wouldn't call it a core memory it's uh, it might not even be a memory per se but it was a Something that my father and my mother told me. Uh, maybe they shielded me from the horrors of the uh, pool of blood and uh, empty leash sure. fire campsite. So, I, yeah, I had a great time camping. In Joshua. So you, you yeah, went yeah, camping. Yeah. And, and now my wife and I and, and friends, you, we camp in the forest. It's my favorite kind of camping. I, I don't appreciate the dry, inclement um, environment of the desert, though I do respect that it demands respect of those who enter into its arena. I have many more questions about your current camping experiences, yeah. but we're gonna we're gonna play a little pop. Yes, Pat, right. did you ever go camping? Furthest I ever got to camping, Nikki, was uh, sleeping in the backyard uh, in the tent with the next door neighbors, and then we gave up probably when it got really dark and uh, scary, and then we all just ran back to our prospective homes. Scary, huh? Yeah. Uh, this is ex- exactly why I wanted to bring up this topic for the segment, did you guys ever do this? Because of the dichotomies, the yeah. juxtapositions yeah. between your two experiences camping. Yeah. Me, a third person, I have a third unique experience camping. Right. I think all families really think of camping as a different way. What I would like to do one day is what you seem to do is go out into the desert, but I also hate the dry inclement weather. Yeah. What I want to do is go to next next to some scenic lake in the forest right. where you have mountain, you have pine trees, you have the lake, a little bit of hill, and then blue sky. Yeah. And then I want to sit there and ponder your, why you exist. Yeah, Thoreau. That's the whole Yeah, thing. I mean, the last time we went camping, and good luck finding a perfect camping spot like that, they cost exorbitant amounts of money, and they're booked up uh, at 12.30, or t- 12 a.m. and 30 seconds when you go to the website. They're just, it, camp campsites are just getting gobbled up. But um, for many years, we had a perfect campsite in, uh, I think it was the Sequoias. We got it every year, and it was right next to a river, a babbling brook, I should say. It wasn't, maybe a creek. 
I would love a babbling brook. Right in between babbling brook and rivers, probably a creek, and we would wash the cast iron in the river, and you know, you would go on a hike, you'd get back, you'd start drinking, and you'd cook, and you'd smoke weed and play, you know, some Uno games. and campfire, and some games like some campfire, or yeah. And and I remember uh, our uh, my, my wife and our friend who they were in control of the food. They were like, "Don't worry, we're gonna take uh, we're gonna take care of the shopping. We don't want you to do the shopping because you're gonna overbuy." You're going to overorder. We, we talked about it on Patreon. Uh, I overorder. It's a sickness. But I said, you guys go ahead and get your fluffer nutters, whatever fucking bullshit hot dog camp food you're going to get. I'm going to take ownership over one meal. And that's what I did. And I bought. Um, you chased down a rabbit with your bare hands. No, I bought. Apart. You no, gave you everybody. Into Ralph's. No, I, ounce and a half of I meat. went to Gelson's and I went to the monger and I said, I need Branzino. And uh, I got Branzino, and I also got asparagus, and um, I can't remember what kind of mushroom. It's a beautiful mushroom. I love actual grilled charred asparagus. Oh, well, uh, made a port and red wine reduction, and... um, Uh, Really? (laughs) Yeah, and... uh, Wow. It, it was truly like one of the most delicious meals that any of us had ever had. I don't know what overtook me, but I became... Was Anthony Bourdain there? Yeah, something celestial. I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. That was shit meals. I'm really enjoying this. Sure you are. Yeah. It's like Guy Fieri. Oh, you're putting more sauce on that. <laughs> Thank you for highlighting emphatically the thesis of this segment that we all have different camping experiences. That's a lot of jalapenos. I actually saw an episode of Guy Fieri <laughs> say he told a lady at the burger joint, "No more sauce." <laughs> yeah, there's Guy more coleslaw than burger on that. That's See, how you make it. Really, enjoy two weeks in a row. My segment just crushing. Great yeah. segments, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> just like just like the d- online debate. <sighs> oh man. Yeah, no, camping is a great time. A really, is really it? great time. Yeah, it is. Mm. I love camping. Because he gave his. That was crazy. I don't think you're cut out for it. And no, I, I'm not. I, I don't think Cherie's cut Nick, out for I'm it. Do I get to give for... my experience yeah, 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 yeah. camping? Sure, sure. For Christ's sake. Yeah. Uh, we would go 40 minutes away from La Crosse, Wisconsin, over the river, through Minnesota, to Caledonia, Minnesota, at the aforementioned a couple episodes ago, Beaver Creek State Park. You love this creek. Yeah. Uh, now we good skipping w- rocks. Uh, yeah, skipping rocks. Anthony Plopper, but that was years later. Plopper. Yeah, Plopper. He hit me in the face with a big rock. We would jokingly uh, try yeah. to skip rocks. Many stories. Yeah, yeah. He. Uh, uh, one time. Yeah, when, what's we'll Plopper up to? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Famously, uh, we were at Carl Purpich's. Right. Overnight sleep yeah. sleepover, and they watch Mars. Why attacks. are all the names right. so gross and up there? Anthony what are they? Plopper, okay, was a first evangelical Christian, yeah. and he was not allowed to watch PG thirteen movies without his parents present. He called his parents. He's like, "Can I watch Mars Attacks?" They said, "No." No. Adamant, no. Like, why would you call us and ask that? Right. Of course, you cannot. No. So instead of watching Mars Attacks, me and him in the hallway played Nerf uh, basketball. Nerf horse dunk basketball and Carl. See, Nick, I listen to you. You do. You do. I. I gotta find out where that uh, plopper character is. Anyway, I interrupted you. Uh, camping. Camping. So I did go to Beaver Creek State Park with Anthony Plopper, but it was years and years later. Uh, when we first went, uh, it was 
we would take my great grandpa's ca- uh, camper who mm-hmm. died of uh, bone cancer uh, when I was about eight years old. <laughs> yeah. And we'd go to like, so your campsites, what do they look like? Could you They're, hear people? Uh, you know, when you, when Cause you, we were six feet away yeah. from the next campsite when you don't, and we had electricity, when you don't get a good one, you are that, that, that's what makes a campground not worth it. If you're too in, in too close proximity to others, um, because you don't know what others are up to out there, you know. It could I, be on ecstasy. Yeah, or I, I'm not most likely on ecstasy. I'm not a fan of camaraderie in the forest. No, you know, it's now it's why not? You're all uh, same uh, spirits. You do you. Solitude. We'll do we'll do us, and you know, if you need something, we can talk. Uh, and if what if you're, they're good looking? Different story. There you go. Yeah, yeah. When the yeah, yeah. I always think that with the. But wife. that's the thing, though. The the aesthetics really drop, fall off a cliff when you're out in the woods for three days. You yeah. know, people haven't bathed. Your hair is matted. Uh, you know, you're wearing down for the fourth day in a row. You know. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It brings us back to our beginnings. You know. Yes. Uh, well, this is exactly what I was looking for. I have myriad stories from Beaver Creek State Park. It's going to be its own spinoff segment, uh, Nick stories from Beaver Creek State Park. Is that yeah. right? But this was this concludes. Did you ever do this camping? Right. I would love to hear in the comments your experiences camping. Uh, we had electricity at our campsite. That's like to me that was kind of like the putt. Like we would go camping. We pull up this big thing that had a fucking bathroom beds. We would plug shit in and then we would make some s'mores and I'd get all sticky and then I'd go sleep and Ooh. play probably play a Game Boy. We we would do trails and then we get on we do inflatable mattresses these seven dollar inflatable mattresses and then we'd put them in the creek and then we would we would uh, kind of raft for like a hundred yards and then have someone catch us with a stick and then we we do it again yeah cool story like so um I incredible story uh, I think people <laughs> might be upset with how mean you were to me about my camping experience. <laughs> I um last camping story and we, the Hodge, John Hodgkins we um we when we were up in the sequoias we went on we were inexperienced with hiking and and I don't know how you can be inexperienced with hiking so we brought our tea and our top hats and our <laughs> monocles and we went hiking if it says eight miles it's gonna be eight miles it's gonna be a bit of a hike and for some reason my it's friend like three dates yeah my friend went in jeans. <clears throat> and by the end, he was he was in so much pain from, from chafing and exhaustion that he took his jeans off and was hiking through uh, the the forest in underwear. And at about the seventh mile, we were really beat. You know, our dogs were tired. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you had a dog? No. Uh, oh, the feet. Yeah. And we roll into this clearing, and it is a almost an opaque wall of ladybugs. It was that dense. And they were accosting us. We were so tired, and my friend was whipping his jeans through the, through the ladybugs, trying luck. to bat them away. And my wife was so exhausted that she actually hit the deck and couldn't breathe. She was having chest pains, couldn't get any oxygen in. Whoa. And in that moment, a little I thought... Um, do I have what it takes to do a tracheotomy right now? <laughs> uh, poke a hole in her throat and put a straw in it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then I quickly realized, um, no. And I don't have the instruments to do that. Um, luckily, she was okay. And like you said, being a little dramatic. <laughs> 
But yeah, everybody go camping. It's a really good time. <laughs> or have you and let me know how it was. So do we have enough time to get to Cherie? Yes. Uh, Easy. My story. Yes, exactly. In- All right. Incredible self-edit by me. I could have went for hours, fellas. All right. I don't know if this story is going to live up to three weeks of uh, hinting at it. No, we, I... we've been hinting at it off mic. There's right. been what no the buildup. All right. So uh, I've been married for going on uh, five, uh, six years. Yeah. Been with Cherie for 10 years. Yeah. That means no new pussy. No nothing. How eloquent. Look, people that have been married, Dylan, that aren't afraid, aren't inhibited by their own neuroses to be able to admit you feel like you're missing out a little bit when you've been married or been with the same partner for a better part. Of yeah, no, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying uh, the crudeness with which you... Uh, well, I speak the truth. Right. Yeah. I, I cut through the bullshit. I, okay? I apologize. You were forgiven. Thank you. So um, 2022. No new pussy. I've only been out by myself. And I mean this when I say by myself. Socially. Yeah. Two times. In 2022. Well, you recently had a kid, too, so... Well, no, I haven't. I had a kid two and a half years ago, you ding-dong. I know, but but it's still recent. She's... Um, I should get to go out with my friends by myself. Totally. my wife there. You should, but you're scared of your wife. I should have went the first I'm time. I got to pee to be able to enjoy this and I'll keep it going. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, I know yeah, the yeah. setup. No, auto- no autonomy. So, uh, I forget the first time I went out. Oh, okay. Dylan, I told this on For Crying Out Loud. First time I get to go out with the guys, I go out with my friend Hasty for my friend Dan Wynn's uh, uh, birthday, which was at in Beverly Hills at a cigar bar. N-G-Y-U-E-N, Wynn, or? W-Y-N-N. Got it, okay. And I'm thinking like it's my first night out. I think it was in February. And I, I this is how that night ended. I show up and then some guy starts yelling at me about crypto because he he... Anyway, it was a really uncomfortable conversation. It was all guys there. They're all smoking cigars. They're all drinking whiskey. No girls. Uh, one really... Uh, That's too masculine a night out. It was too much. I did yeah. not enjoy myself. Sheree calls me at 1230 and says, Winnie we're, is we're, dying. You got to come home. Oh, that's right. So that's my first night out uh, in 2022. And uh, so it wasn't a fun night. I came home about a half hour later. Now, Winnie was the reanimated animal that you had had for a long time. Yes. And it had died maybe three or four years before yeah, yeah, she yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. She was yeah. like a Tim, uh, the night, uh, whatever that uh, thing with the dog. She looked dies. like Jack Skellington's dog. Yes. Right. And so uh, she passed away the next morning, but I was there for her. Yeah. But anyway, that night ruined. So <laughs> my, my second uh, day out yeah. was two weeks ago. Yeah. Cherie says she's the reason I uh, figured this out was she has a friend from high school that had a baby shower down in Orange County. Sure. That's an hour and a half uh, south of here. Right. So we got already you used it as leverage. I used it as leverage right. to say, well, you're going down there to have a girl's day. Very smart. I'm going to go out with my guys. Right. And also just besides like on occasion, possibly shitting my pants. I do have autonomy over my body, but just in this setting, I want to be comfortable. But mind over manner is one of my biggest strengths. Let's uh, speak about on occasion, the, the phrase on occasion. That was a punchline to I have very strong <coughs> mind over matter. I could I, I could fly, I think, if I really. Yeah, yeah. Mind. And I think I find you to be uh, weak at times, right? Because uh, a, a, st- a stunning example of weakness is losing complete control over your bowels and actually having excrement in your underwear. <laughs> which you did last week nick lay off the sodium i'm helping you out dude okay lay off the sodium stuff a lot of like products off the shelf you've seen me levitate dude that's lay that off the fast food that's true, dude. that's true 
David a, Blaine has nothing on Nick. Eat a turkey. Well, he sandwich. taught me what I knew. Okay, can I continue? The yes, apologies. Story? So the setup is there. Yeah. So my second <laughs> night out or second day out, I get to hang out with my friends. With my friends, not my wife there. I love hanging out with my wife. It's fun. We do everything together. She's your best friend. She's, she's my best friend. Yep. But every once in a while, I need to get away from her and be able to talk with my guy friends and not on this show, just with my other friends where I can have a couple of drinks, maybe socialize with other people and feel uninhibited. Yes, Yes. <laughs> you assumed it was me interrupting. <laughs> I've I've heard many uh, men shit on guys who say that their wives are their best friends, and I know that there's a stigma. She's my best friend. Yeah, if you are in an unhappy marriage, you'll and, say it's my or, best friend. No, you won't. If you're in an unhappy marriage or you're a divorcee, then you will shit on guys who think that their wives are their best friends. But if you're in a uh, fruitful, happy marriage, there really is no friendship like the one that you have with your wife or husband. It's yeah. really a beautiful well, thing. Here's your best friend. You spend every night with him. You watch TV with each other and you bust all the other people uh, you know's balls and talk behind their back. Sure. That's your best friend. Right. Yeah. That that makes me very confident in my relative compared to you uh, relationship. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she's my... Why fuck that guy, whoever your best friend is, if if you're whoever you're with is not your best friend. Right. Like, I, I just yeah, you laugh all the you time. Laugh you laugh all the time. Laugh, you joke. You it's have intimacy. sex. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Fucking so laughing. my second night out was two weeks ago. She's going to a baby shower. Great. Babysitter uh, hired. Boom. Got that taken care of. Was it dad? No, it was uh, Lupita. Got it. So she shows up at one, Cherie zipped off down Orange County at 10 because she was going to help set up this baby shower. I'm going to Malibu Cafe. Get this. I'm a fucking member there, wine club member. It's a dump. It's a place in the fucking uh, San Fernando Valley. That's where you had our baby shower. Both you guys were there. Yeah, so Malibu Cafe and, you know, fun place, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, good food trucks. Like, they'll roll yep. up, uh, you know, a Neapolitan pizza place. Yep, yep, yep. Um, wine is literal piss. It's piss. Uh, trash, piss, wine. Uh, it is in Simi Valley or Woodland Hills. Uh, it's uh, West Hills. It's West Hills, to. and they should be sued for calling it Malibu Cafe. Same. It, it, That's true. Yeah. The original one burned down. Right That's there. True. burned to the yes. ground. Supposedly opening up next year. I don't want to get into politics. Place burnt down in summer of 2018. <laughs> I've, I'm actively speaking with the family. Yeah. Arsonist zombie. They Probably. rebuilt it two months after the fire and have been waiting through permits to reopen. Thank God they're worth billions of dollars. Right. Anyway, yeah, so imagine they if up, you don't have that nut. So or, they opened sorry. up a sister location yes. in the shitty, gross San Fernando Valley right. where I had our baby shower and mul my birthday party and multiple other parties. And yes. I do not mean to shit on that event. Lovely time at that event. And they, they have great, great they have great amenities there. Me and Nick got into a hell of a Connect Four battle, I yep, think. Yep, Nick I lost $100 to you. Did you really? That was on game seven. We were budding 2020. You won the last one. Oh, really? We all had fun there. We were drinking wine. We were drinking uh, a lot of wine, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, you said it's in some place like Simi Valley or Woodland Hills. For those not in LA, to me, that's a, there's Malibu. Yeah. Huge disparagement. This is just my mind. Woodland Hills 
and then a giant, giant disparagement and a pile of meth that is Simi Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, there, I know there's a lot of families out there now because everybody just keeps getting pushed out mm-hmm. and they have to drive two hours. To right. Do it. But I think of a lot of meth in Simi Valley. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe Simi Valley. But uh, this is West Hills. Yes. And this is Malibu Cafe. Oh, you and, said West Hills. And you need to get to your story. I'm going to move this quicker if yes. you guys would quit interrupting. Yeah. That we, was my first one actually in a while. It was very calm. We think talking. this is PMZ. We're just interrupting you, you know. So, Go to Patreon.com. I'm with my buddy uh, Lou Dog, and I'm with my buddy Greg. Yep. These two, forgive me, they're both single. They have no game. Zero game. Right. Now, I am the one that is taken. I got my wedding ring on, but it's time to flirt. Right. Because I'm going to help these guys out, but I'm simultaneously going to live through them. Yes. This is a common thing with married people. Vicarious adultery. fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do this, but I'd like to see if I could. Right, right. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, girls all day long are sitting next to us, and Lewis and Greg, they got nothing to say. I think they actually hate women, or they don't want to have sex with them, or maybe they... It's uh, Men, uh, we're digressing into a horrible version of ourselves as men. Yeah. I will say both of these people are 40-ish, correct? Yep. And uh, Greg's have... 35, and Lewis is 45. And they've had sex with a lot of women and maybe starting to get really sad and depressed and starting to try to find the one, which may be why they were a little bit more limited in who they wanted to talk to. But that's just my thought about those two. They, those they two have, have gotten laid. I don't think they what? have a one. I, I think they, they're, they're uh, what do you call it when you're... Uh, you're Put out to feeders? pasture. What? All right, let me get to this. So there's a group of girls next to us. And uh, one of them starts talking to us. I said, come on over, join us. These two guys are single. Call me a pig for that. I'm a married guy. Got the wedding. Well, no, sir. Uh, flirting needs to be. Is that okay? Know, uh, well, I know that, you know, we're in 2022 and Amber Heard's trial was uh, a step back for women. You know, it's a damn shame that people didn't hear her truth. But, um, you know, when you're. Especially fl- considering her name. Yes. When we're flirting uh, when you're flirting there is a certain soft aggression that needs to come out a little bit what's that you know? mean? what do you mean soft well i mean you need to be forward at times you need to be subtle at times but um certain times there is a directness that is attractive okay. to the to the opposite sex well and that worked yes because they come over really pretty girls start mixing it up this is where i'm starting to drink a little too much yeah and uh I uh, How so, does this story end with your did wife, you, Matt? Well, did you, you fuck him? <laughs> <laughs> no. There was other No, but there. you start following each other on Instagram and all that other stuff, which oh might be uh, inappropriate. Yes, that is. But anyway, oh, that's too far. So, uh, I, wait, that's you not too far. It's too far. You can't far. follow a new woman. What? We're married. Well, uh, Pat, it's what? like, you know, Jesus said that lusting in your heart is lusting, you know, physically. I, I agree with that. <laughs> Following someone on Instagram is the equivalent in your day, Pat, of winking at a woman yeah. on at the, the street workplace or in front of no, in front of Cherie. Yeah, oh, you wow. see a hot woman and you you go. All right, so yeah. let me cut to the chase. I I pretty much drink too much. I don't know where the girls go, but apparently we exchanged Instagram uh, follows or something. Yeah, I'm Patrick Hickey five hundred. <laughs> yeah. So you could also follow me on Twitter. There's a lot Patrick more to the story. One, two, seven, but I'll wrap six. it up. I have a wonderful day. I'm drinking wine. I feel like I'm being hit on. I feel like I'm behaving like a good husband, not being inappropriate. Sure. I get in Lewis's car. We drive home. I drive up the driveway. Now, on, a, on, on the Richter scale, how blacked out are we right now? I have no memory of the events. Okay, so we're at a nine, possibly a ten. I drank a lot of wine. Okay. <laughs> And it catches up to you. 
So I get out of the car. Yeah. He's had no First mistake. I'm trying to play it cool, 10. but I do stumble over my feet and I fall down on the driveway. Or at a 10. Yeah, there's no mystery now. Now, there's still daylight out, and I tried to make it home to kiss my uh, darling daughter, Elliot. Right. A lot of uh, female fans will probably hate me for this, not yeah. being a good dad. And hey, uh, honey, why is the crib broken? <laughs> there's blood on Elliot's forehead. So the guys apparently carry me to the doorway. You know, yeah. uh, later on, right. uh, Shri uh, recounts that uh, the guys were making fun of me. This they weren't doing me any justice here, saying uh, this guy is a uh, is is uh, is uh, okay? Pussy yeah, Okay. Uh, Greg shouldn't have said that as he walked to the car because that got me even deeper in trouble. Oh God! Because you know, uh, Shri was giving the eyes and not uh, whatnot. So anyway, so somehow, he was shit faced too. He was too. Somehow I end up in my own bed, right? <laughs> with my wife. And uh, I passed out. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think it was like five or something when I when this all happened. Yeah. And then uh, just like most nights when five you Five p.m.? Yeah. yeah. Oh, if there, wow. If, if there's one thing I know about Cherie, she hates it when you walk into her house blacked out from experience. Yeah. Yeah. A couple times, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my last memory was... Uh, waking, five p.m. That's truly unbelievable. Waking up in my own bed, but it was there was no longer any light out. Uh, woke up to darkness, but of the glare of uh, the the TV, you yeah. know, it was on. Yeah, and I woke up, and Sheree was uh, staring <laughs> at me like this. Yeah, wrong medium. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she she was making eye contact with me while I opened my eyes. Right, it was nine thirty. Right, turns out I had promised her the night before we were going to watch some shows together on Saturday. Yeah, who cares? I agree. <laughs> What's a better she time was, to watch some shows she than nine thirty? Yeah. She's like, wake up. <laughs> you know how it is. So what were we there have any to watch what was 90 she, day fiance? So what are the ramifications of this? Oh, she didn't talk to me the whole next day. Really? Yeah. Um, Cold shoulder the whole next day, huh? Yeah. And I won't get to go out with uh, again in 2022. Well, um, I think that's an apt punishment. And I think that we need to take a look at ourselves, right? Because, um, you know, it's okay to tie one on. But being at a 10... While the sun is high in the sky, right? Well, I didn't eat a lot that day. Inappropriate. I, and this, I mean, it's just inappropriate. This is going to come as a shock. That's what I do when you let me out with no leash. Shock to some. I agree with you, Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a bit much. I think. I think. Uh, no. I mean, if it's one o'clock in the morning and we get to wake up the next day and start over, hobbled. And she was already me, bad. Everybody's that's bad. okay. But with so much daylight left and the child there needing to be fed and whatnot, yeah. um, and then those shows you promised to watch with her, right? Because um, there's a new Chopped on, and how could she not have you <laughs> alert and awake by her side when she watches that? Um, what you did she was only wrong. watch it with me. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. Subscribe on YouTube. Go to patreon.com for another one of these every week. Jump the iTunes ratings and reviews. Tell your friends and your family. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick, say goodbye. You got to listen to that Patreon where Pat talked about the zombie walking in. It's so good. Bye. Pat, peace out.